0: Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the fifth thing, the bonus episode to the four things podcast where I've got emails that you sent in, but I've also got Kat Defada by my side. She's a licensed therapist and I'm excited about our topic today, which is Mm -hmm. fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. Someone emailed in about that, but we always start Tuesday episodes off with a quote. And this is one that I pulled from Instagram the other day and actually texted it to Kat because I loved it so much. And it had been reposted in someone else's story. And then I just took a screenshot. Actually, you reposted it. That's why I sent it to you. I know. Ah. Okay. (laughs) That's all making sense now. So Kat posted it. I took a screenshot, sent it to her and I was like, this is so good. But originally Haley Page McGee had put it up and she's a codependency recovery coach. And the quote is self-sacrifice is not a synonym for kindness self-sacrifice is not a synonym for kindness. I feel like I wanna read it one more time for the people in the back. Self-sacrifice is not a synonym for kindness. And oftentimes we sacrifice ourselves because we don't want to disrupt anything. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We don't want to add waves. We don't want to ruffle the feathers. So we just lean into whatever's going to be easiest and more comfortable for everybody, which can come across as kind. Well, actually it can be neither kind nor unkind.
1: Well, I was going to say, I think that this is, talking about the difference between being nice and being kind Where being nice is doing the polite thing Uh which a lot of times self-sacrifice it's like the polite thing or the quote-unquote typical right thing to do or whatever versus being kind is more about honesty and if I really this isn't something that's
0: serving me it's better I think to be honest than be polite right Thank you for clarifying. Mm -hmm. But you can still be honest in a kind way. Kind way. Yes. Right. It's not like saying being rude. That's like saying boundaries are mean. Boundaries aren't mean. Most of the time people that think the boundary is mean it's because they're affected by your boundary. Right. But if you're someone where boundaries are hard, like for Mm -hmm. me, boundaries can send me into a panic attack because I have not exercised my boundary muscle enough. Mm -hmm.
1: And you're still operating out of a a people-pleasing Place, right? in cer- yeah,
0: and little, in certain relationships, yeah. it just depends. But it's yes, uncomfortable for me. It is daunting to think about in certain relationships. So oftentimes, I end up the martyr in a situation because I again don't want to disrupt. So I'm willing to sacrifice my truth and my happiness just to keep mm-hmm. everybody and or someone else happy. And what happens is when we do that, then we
1: build resentment, and mm-hmm. then that's not kind,
0: right? And your will erupt. yes, like a volcano. <laughs> okay, so that was the quote. <laughs> Just a little thing on that, but something to really think about. If that's resonating with you right now, spend some time with it. Think about certain relationships where you, you know, that could be happening. Especially if you know you have codependent tendencies. So now to the email that I got, which is from Lisa, not the Lisa that I co-host out way with Lisa Haim, but just a listener named Lisa that was asking me my thoughts on fake it till you make it. She was curious if I think that it does more harm than good. And honestly, I've been guilty of saying that because that's just an easy thing to say. And you hear it all the time. And a lot of times I don't know what I'm doing. I figure things out as I go. So I feel like, you know, fake it till you make it mentality. What do you mean? You're saying that like it's you already decided that that's a bad thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing, okay. but I am guilty you know that you use of it. saying it. I don't yeah. think I've ever put much thought into whether it could do more harm than good. I yeah. guess I've thought it's a it's a saying that's yeah. fairly innocent and kind of explains that there's been times in my life where I've been figuring things out and kind of faking my way through it till I have it figured out. But then I realize a lot of times you just never have it figured out. You just yeah. keep going, which is okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you think that everybody has, or, or someone, if you're looking up to someone, you think they ha- have it all figured out, they don't. Right. So- I am simply saying that I'm guilty of being like, fake it till you make it. And I don't know if that is, I I'm. A, I guess I'm asking you your take on if that could actually be harmful for someone to hear or lean into that statement as like a mantra. I think
1: it can be both harmful and helpful depending on how you're using it, who's using it, all of the meaning behind it. I don't think this is something that we can blanket say, like don't ever use that or don't ever say that. And that's something that I've seen happening, especially on like Instagram and, and people almost demonizing this phrase where I think it can be really helpful. Okay. I use this. It speaks to this thing called behavioral activation, which is basically faking it till you make it. It's doing a behavior before the shift has happened In your thought process and by doing that behavior the shift can and will happen eventually in your thought process a really easy example is movement walking anything can be really really helpful to help people who feel levels of depression but somebody who's depressed is never going to be like super super excited to go out and go for a walk Right, so we use behavioral activation and we create behavior goals to get them to go out and do it until they actually do get excited to go on those walks because they learn that that helps change some of the brain chemistry.
0: So in a way, and that is them. It's like tell yourself you want to go until they make it. Yeah, it's like tell
1: yourself you want to go until you actually start wanting to go. But this also speaks to like career stuff, like you're saying. Like, if I waited to feel confident in hosting a podcast to start a podcast. I would absolutely never, ever, ever, ever do it because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know if I was going to be good at it. I didn't know if I was going to like it, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it until I do feel confident, right? Do you feel confident now? Yeah, sometimes.
0: Sometimes, <laughs> but you still have moments yeah, you where you always you're... Yeah,
1: and I think where it's the, the fake it to make it, it's like we're put, we're projecting a false narrative of who we are, but I also don't show up as a person who thinks that I have to be perfect to be up here.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a that's a good reminder that yes, you don't have to know about everything before you go all in. Yes. Like if you feel the urge to go do something, or you're passionate about mm-hmm. something that you and it's exciting mm-hmm. you, it's stirring something up in you. Yeah, I wouldn't wait till you yeah know every single thing about it. So it's what is the fake it till you make it? What is it meaning to you? What's that
1: message? Because this could speak to like confidence and self esteem. Of if we wait. To change what we think about ourselves before we go and do things we want to do with our lives that's gonna never ever happen because our stories change not just with information they change with experience we are matching information that we're learning awareness with experiences that we're having to change the belief system inside of our bodies inside of our brains so we have to have action
2: This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.
0: I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results... I saw a headline the other day that said something like 80% of people suffer from low self-esteem. I believe that. Yeah. yeah I couldn't decide if that was like really high
1: or, I, but also like what's the degree of their low self-esteem? Cause I, in certain moments I might have low self-esteem, but what's the degree of,
0: of- I, it was just yeah. a headline and I'm just pulling it yeah. up. Cause I, I, well, I mean, I guess I could search it up real quick to try to find it. But I mean, I think that Yeah, you're right. Uh, Any given day, I might wake up and have low self-esteem that day. But do I have it every single day? No. And is it okay for you to have like some ick feelings and
1: do it anyway? That's the thing of like, I might be feeling a little self-conscious today, but I'm going to go out and do this thing anyway, rather than wait till I change my mind.
0: Okay. So is that an example of behavioral activation Mm -hmm. on your Mm self-esteem?
1: So it's changing the behavior so I can change my thought process.
0: So whenever I'm about to go speak, I'm thinking of a, a time in particular where I was invited to New York to speak on a panel and our CEO of iHeart was there and all of these other way bigger than me in my mind type people where I did not feel worthy to be up there. In fact, I kept asking myself, like, who got sick? Mm or dropped out (laughs) last minute to where I then was called and invited to be on this panel. And I just did, I was nervous, did not feel equipped to be up there, but I had to change the narrative in my Mm. head before I walked out on stage because I didn't want that to be the energy I was putting out there. I had to Tell myself, you deserve to be here. They invited you for a reason and they want to hear what you have to say. But I mean, there was questions that were just thrown out. Like, I didn't know it was coming. And I thought, I'm going to sound so... I'm next to some girl that's on, I don't know, some news channel that she's just... She speaks on TV for a living. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I do... The Bobby Bone Show. (laughs) So, I mean, which is fine, but we're, you know, playing, you know, Mm -hmm. easy trivia (laughs) and, you know, (laughs) telling stories from our life. And she's someone from the news reporting on the news and can handle serious questions. And I feel like we were there and it was a sort of serious topic. And, but I do feel like, okay, well, that's her lane. And I've got my lane and I can offer a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I just started to own my lane Mm -hmm. and I psyched myself up, Mm -hmm. not out, I gave myself that confidence boost internally Mm -hmm. that I needed to take the stage and deliver my answers with confidence and I believed in myself. And that is an example Mm -hmm. of- me faking it till yeah, I made it. And what what is it? Behavioral, Behavioral activation. activation.
1: Because you're not saying I have to wait until I believe this. You're you're giving when you're psyching yourself up. You're saying I'm I'm good enough. They asked me to be on here for a reason. You might not fully 100 percent believe those things. You might still have questions about them, right? Yes, because
0: I yes I had low self esteem going into it by having the narrative that surely me getting invited was Was a mistake (laughs) or surely they wanted so-and-so, but that person couldn't show up. So they invited me. I had multiple stories and lies in my head, Mm -hmm. but then when I switched it and then also I was intentional about doing things that work in my favor, which these are things that make me feel good. They may Mm -hmm. not work for you, but I made sure I had enough time to get to New York and have time to be in my hotel room and do my hair the way I want to and have makeup. And I wore a suit that made me feel super mm-hmm. confident. I called it kind of like a power suit situation. Mm-hmm. But things like that, those are things I know that I can do on the front side mm-hmm. that are going to help send me into that more confident mm-hmm. I mean, I just think there's things we can do to help set ourselves up for Mm -hmm. success. They may vary depending on who you are of things, rituals or things you need to do before you enter an environment. What can you do to set yourself up for that success? If there's behavior activation, can you also do other these like little side activation coping mechanisms? Is it? Because yeah, for me, it's something that makes me feel more comfortable. Like if I feel- Controlling what you can control. There you go.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I know these things. I'm really confident about these things. I love my outfit, and I think it looks good. I like, but whatever. I feel calm doing a breathing exercise. I like to get places with time, so I don't feel rushed. Yes. To calm my anxiety, That's and I controlling get controlling what you can control.
0: Well, and you know, it's New York. What yeah. if I get stuck in some crazy traffic, and then I'm late and I'm rushed? But thankfully, I was able to control those things, and so. You may not be speaking on a stage in New York, but what little things in your life can you do to set yourself up if you are feeling low about Mm -hmm. something or having low self-esteem about XYZ in -hmm. your life? What are things you can do Mm -hmm. to take back some of that Mm -hmm. control Mm -hmm. and give you that confidence Mm -hmm. boost that you need? What do you need to help you
1: actually do the behavior that's scaring you or you don't think that you can or
0: should yeah and for me the suit helped yeah and quite and then i think i looked at myself in the mirror before i left my hotel room and i was like you got this you can do this you deserve to be here and Mm -hmm. i went on my way Mm -hmm. like if we go back to the the walking example maybe you really do not
1: want to go on this walk and you don't think it's going to help but you bought these really cool nikes and you're really excited to wear them so okay that's going to get you out the door go for it and then eventually you'll be more excited about the walk than the shoes I like that example, but I think it goes back to really understanding like what you're saying when you're saying fake it till I make it. You're saying I can do this. I can go and do this interview before I feel fully, fully confident to be on this stage. And it's by telling yourself certain things and then going and having experience that helps give you evidence so you can start to believe that. This is kind of speaking a lot about like cognitive behavioral therapy, which talks about how your thoughts and your behaviors and your beliefs are all connected. That's what this is.
0: So in a nutshell, depending on how you're using fake it till you make it, it's not harmful. Mm -hmm. Okay. It can be both. I'm just answering Mm -hmm. Lisa's question about it because, and yeah, I I don't know why I said in the beginning that I was guilty of using it, but yeah, I started to think like, I don't know. Is it harmful?
1: I don't want to be harmful. It it could be harmful if like you feel like maybe your boss or somebody is like, I don't care that you don't feel confident. Just fake it till you make it go out and do it. And it's like in this like suck it up mode versus we're using it as a tool to help us get what we want. There's a difference between like suck it up and hey, be kind to yourself, you don't have to be fully confident and 100% know that you're going to succeed in this to try it.
0: Love it. Well, thank you, Kat, for you're welcome joining in on this email that we addressed. Thank you, Lisa, for sending it in. Y'all can send me emails for the fifth thing, just four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. And if you uh, have noticed, Kat was here last week and she's here again this week. So I guess we can... Let people know that you're basically going to start joining me every Tuesday. We don't have an official name yet. We might not call it the fifth thing anymore. Not quite sure, but it will be emails that you're sending in or topics that maybe are related to the Four Things podcast that Kat and I dive deeper into. And I get her expert opinion being a licensed therapist because I feel like I do get emails from you guys that are asking all kinds of questions and some of them get really deep and I don't feel equipped to address them but I feel more comfortable having Kat by my side for this for certain emails maybe not this fake it till you make it one but if I get a really serious email which I do get and I would want to offer that support because again I don't want people to feel alone and I would love to share the email but I'm not going to fake it till I make that nope (laughs) well what you're practicing (laughs) is
1: staying in your lane which is very important and helpful I think right now because anybody can say anything on the internet these days and send it to a mass amount of people.
0: Yes, and I love that people feel connected yeah. and they want to send me personal emails and they want my advice. But some things I'm just like, I am not qualified to give this. I mean, I have certain life experience and I maybe have my opinion, but I don't know if it's going to be helpful or harmful. And I just want to, yes, I want to stay in my lane. But this is also a community where I'm thankful people feel safe to email in certain things. And I'm like, wow. Wow. That's heavy stuff, or that's a lot, and I I just feel more comfortable having Cat here to address those things. So that being said, send in your emails. We're going to talk about all kinds of things, and this the Cat and Amy chat, Amy and Cat chat, Amy and Cat chat. It's kind of catchy. Cat chit chat. If anybody <laughs> else has some names, just let me know. Ooh. But this will be for the foreseeable future, what Mm -hmm. we're doing on Tuesday episodes. And then I'll have other friends join me on the Thursday episodes. Like Mary used to, or has joined me on the fifth thing or my sister or Chase from time to time, but we'll just weave them into the Thursday four things episodes. So that's just a little update on that Mm -hmm. in case you've listened this far. And make sure you're following Kat on Instagram. She's Defada. K-A-T period d e f a t t a and then she also has a podcast called you need therapy i suggest you subscribe to that follow rate review do all the things but if you haven't done that for my podcast yet don't do it for hers (laughs) do it for mine first
1: (laughs) and then do it for mine
0: Hope you all have a great day and I will see y'all on Thursday. My guest will be Mallory Irvin. She has a huge following on Instagram, so you may know her there, but she was on two seasons of Amazing Race. She was Miss Kentucky, I think. She competed in Miss America, but she's putting out a book. It's called Living Fully, Dare to Step into Your Most Vibrant Life. So we're going to be breaking down her book and I hope you'll join us for that conversation. All right, see you then. Bye. Bye. they are, and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert.
3: any disease.